At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Put your bags down and pull up a seat. You are listening to Stay A While, the podcast with Tommy Vincent. We could talk loud, we could try, keep it real. And it's all good. Wherever you are, fill up a seat to the table where we not only serve food for the soul, but provide you with the key ingredients to embracing your true, authentic self. Get your nails done. Book that massage. Light your candles and take a bubble bath. But don't stop there if you are in search of self-care. Yes, rest days or spa days are essential and relaxing. But how do you care for yourself every other day? Do you know how to check in with your spirit? Do you know how to prioritize and set boundaries? Today's guest Dr. Cassandra Dunbar, host of the Be Well Sis podcast, shares her thoughts on what self-care looks like in her life and how important radical self-love is. Everyone, welcome to the Stay A While table. I am your host, Tommy Vincent. And today I am delighted to have joining me at the table, Cassandra Dunbar, and she is the host of Be Well Sis podcast. And so in this episode, it is all about Be Well Sis. And we are going to have a conversation about it, a very real, open and candid conversation. And I am trusting that every single person that walks away from this conversation today is going to walk away with a toolkit, is going to walk away inspired to really start taking the action required to ensure that your mental wellness is top priority because you matter and this episode is just for you. So Cassandra, before we start getting into the first segment, Food is Love, I would like for you to use this opportunity for to express to everyone and share who is Cassandra Dunbar. Oh, who is Cassandra Dunbar? First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be on the show and just to talk, um, have real talk. Um, who am I? Well, I am, first and foremost, I am a mama. I have two small boys. The oldest is six. The little one is three, well, soon to be three in December. Um, I'm a wife. I'm a doctor. I'm an educator. I'm a friend. I'm all those things. I'm the host of Be Well Sis. um, And I'm very, very passionate about the wellness of Black women. Um, I think a lot of times we we think, oh, well, you know, my blood pressure is under control. My sugar is fine. That means I am well. Not necessarily. It means that you're healthy. Thank, thank goodness for that. But 
are, how do you feel on the inside? Like, are you happy? Are you like mentally whole and sound and all those things? So I just want us to all get to a place where we are just full and, and living lives that we've always wanted, that we aspired to. So yes, I am just enamored with Black women and I just want us to all be well. <laughs> <laughs> I am right with you. And so let's get into our first segment, Food is Love, and let's get full off of these questions about this food that I'm about to ask you. What food best describes your personality and why? Ooh, what food? I would say, oh, that is tough. For whatever reason, a pineapple upside down cake just came to mind. Um, because it's mostly sweet, but there's like a little bit of salt on top. Like it's a little savory at the same time. That's a tough one. <laughs> oh my, that is such a good question. What I'm gonna have to stick with that one. Pineapple upside down cake. Um, um, mostly sweet, a little bit of tart with the cherry, a little bit of salty. You put like a little salt on top, like a little. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at. <laughs> It's, look, it's your, you're describing your personality. So whatever you choose, that is it. Name one recipe that is special to you and why. Oh, okay. So I'm not a baker. And one Thanksgiving, I think it was the first Thanksgiving. Um, no, the second Thanksgiving that me and my husband were to, like as a married couple and his I'm, I decided to offer up to make, um, what kind of cream cheese was it? A cheesecake. I had to make some type of cheesecake. I'm not a baker, but she was like, all right, you know, do it. So I'm in the kitchen the night before Thanksgiving. And um, so I'm like, I need this, this, and this. And she's like, what are the things that you need? I'm just like, well, I need brown sugar. I'm reading the recipe. And I need firmly packed brown sugar. She was in the cabinet. She's like, oh, I got brown sugar. But I'm just like, is it firmly packed? And she, the look on her face, like, mommy made a mistake. And then I caught it to her. I was like, oh, duh. She's like, baby, you have to, you have to firmly pack it. I was like, I, I know. So the the cheesecake actually turned out really good, but just that was, I always think about that. She is now, uh, has passed and, um, and that just, it was a special moment between us. She was just like, this girl needs some help. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> we all need some prayer, but yeah. <laughs> Look, the, the bottom line is that the recipe turned out fine. So don't hold me to the verbiage and how I talk about it. Judge me by what I put on that table for you yes. to receive. So, <laughs> yes. Name a time in your life when food was healing for you. Oh, food. Oh, food is so important to me in general. Um, and I think it's because growing up, we didn't have much. But thank God we always had food. So I always think about how going back to school after Christmas break was always like a hard time for me, especially like in later elementary school or middle school where all the kids would talk about what they got. And I generally never got anything because we just couldn't afford it. So um, I think food has always been healing because we never had like things, but we always had each other and we always had food. So um, during birthdays, um, my mom and my grandmother would ask, you know, what do you want to eat for your birthday? And they may not be able to get me a present, but I'd have a special meal. So I would mm -hmm. feel special in that sense. Um, yes, I think it's always just been a constant. I can't think of one particular instance where it has been healing. I think food has just always been very important in my life, which is why when you were saying that you cooked earlier, I was like, ooh, what'd you cook? Because I, I always ask, like, what'd you cook? What'd you eat? Um, my best friend thinks I'm crazy because I always ask her, like, describe what it tastes like. Like, and she was like, girl, I, but I, I really mean it. <laughs> um, so food's always been really, really important um, to me and to my family, just in general. Yeah, you know, when you when you share that story, it it actually took me back to when we were younger and there were, there was, you know, periods of time where there definitely was a lack of resources and we didn't have 
much for Christmas. But to your point of the food, we always knew that even if we weren't going to have the meal at our home, we were going to be able to go to my grandmother's and there was going to be plenty of food for us to enjoy during the holidays. And I think for me, that's why food represents for me healing and nourishment and so much love. Like regardless of your financial means, I believe that in our community that there's so much to be said about our experiences and our time around the table and our ability to fellowship with one another, regardless of the dynamics of the family. We have these powerful memories around our engagement and fellowship where there was food present as a catalyst to bring everybody together. So I appreciate you sharing that story and it definitely resonates with me. So let's get into the main course of our conversation. And you have a podcast, which is titled Be Well, Sis. And there, to sit in a space where you're devoting part of your work to something that is, it's very poignant at, you know, making sure that women are sitting in a good headspace, making sure that they're doing what's necessary to develop their mental and their capacity to have healthy mental wellness. How did you land here to be where this is something that is for you just is who you are and what you present to other women who connect with you on this journey of mental wellness? Okay. So Be Well Sis came about because I had burnt out and I was not well. I, um, at the time, my youngest, he had had a very traumatic birth that was completely left field. And in trying to um, be a mom to, at the time he was considered special needs and then not understanding how difficult it is to go from a mom of one to a mom of two. And then my mom lives with us. So now I'm like parenting my mother in a way. Um, And then I have a spouse. And then at one point I had to go back to work and I just was not doing anything for myself. So when I ended up back on my therapist's couch, she was like, okay, so run me through your day. And I told her all the things that I do. And she's just like, okay, so what do you do for yourself? And I just sat there. I had nothing to say. I didn't do anything for myself. So she's like, all right, well, I want you for the next four weeks to pick an hour to just do something that is solely for you, not for the kids, not for the husband, not for the mom, not for your job, just for yourself. Figure out what that thing is, do that thing, and then we're going to regroup and let's see where you're at. And at the time I chose kickboxing and it just made such a big difference in, um, in how I felt, you know, like, was I completely cured from burnout? No, but I felt a little bit better. I felt some clarity. I can go to sleep. Um, I just felt better. I wasn't short with my older child when he was doing regular kid stuff. I wasn't so Mm -hmm. like on edge and like, why are you doing that? Because he was four. Of course he would do that. Right. Um, So long story short, I started Be Well Sis because I know I'm not the only one who am going or have experienced this. But the thing is, I feel like a lot of us felt like especially as Black women, we've been socialized to be givers and and caretakers since we were children. And we don't know how to give and take care of ourselves. We're great for everybody around us, but I want us to get to a space where we are putting ourselves or making ourselves a priority. Um, And I realized that in my journey to, quote, wellness, and it's always a journey, um, that if my mental health isn't intact, nothing will be intact, you know? Um, so I wanted to start there and then move on from there. Mm-hmm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. And um, in one of our episodes this season, um, Diane Billings Burford, she shared about how Black women, we have conditioned ourselves to look at mountains as mohills. Mm. And that we have to, you know, like, no, that's a mountain, sis, and you need to treat it as such. And when she said that, I thought like, That is a great description of just how we sling life over our shoulders and we just keep it pushing. And we don't even think about it. Like the conditioning is so ingrained in us that we just keep moving and we don't recognize we're in the danger zone until it's way too late because we haven't made our mental wellness lifestyle. It's yep. not how we live. It's it's more so like, okay, the red light's going off. So let me just take a minute and just Redo. carve out some time for me. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you're just going to kind of get back into that same routine. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate the platform you have because it, it presents an opportunity for people to journey along with you and establish a consistent wow. habit of making sure that there is a deliberate decision to exercise your right to be well mentally. And I can appreciate that. Yes. And and I'm so happy that you said um, to be intentional about it. So many of us, um, when we look at the examples that we've had around us, like our mothers, our sisters, our aunties, our grandmothers, they conquered those mountains on the daily. Our, the examples that we had before us um, were constantly countering, uh, conquering those mountains and slaying those dragons like it was nothing. So we thought that that is just how you go on through life. We never saw them really embrace rest. Um, what is that, right? Think about, uh, at least for me, I think about all the women that came before me. I 
barely took days off. When they were home, they were doing the absolute most at home too. Just kept on going, going, going. Um, and, and that's just not healthy. You had an episode of Be Well Sis podcast that discussed the idea of radical self-love. And self-love is indeed radical when we think about all the messages we're inundated with telling us we need to nip this or tuck that or change this in order to be loved and accepted. We got to conform to what society deems lovable. What has it meant to you to love yourself radically and to take care of yourself? Oh, that is an ongoing process. That is something that I in being 100% transparent with you, is something that I'm still working through in therapy. I thought that I did love myself, but in, you know, I have kids. I think about the way that I speak to my children. I speak to my children in a way that even if I'm upset with them, you know that there's no doubt that I still love them. And I take that back to my own internal voice. My internal voice is not like that at all. Um, I am incredibly critical to myself and I'm just not kind to myself. So I'm on that journey of self-love. Are there things about me that um, I like and I love? Sure. But I think I'm still working on truly accepting all that I am and in coming to terms with the mistakes that I may have made Mm -hmm. in the past, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think, I'm still working on it. And I'm happy you mentioned that episode. That was one of my favorite episodes because she just had all these questions for us to ask ourselves. And I think it was just a really good exercise, things I never really considered before. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's self-love is is really, really tough, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, If you have the personality that I have and have experienced with things that I have, it's hard to love and accept yourself. And like you said, it, it, we're always taught to be this and to be that and taught to fit into these types of boxes. And then when we um, don't and we fall short, um, who hears all of the, who hears the internal voice that an in internal criticism? It's you, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's it's really a journey. And I've accepted that it's, it's a journey. At one point I was really, discouraged. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to get this right? Like when I catch myself in a a thought, I'm like, girl, like you just talked about this last week in therapy and come on. And now I'm just like, hold on. It's it's been 30 years of me speaking to myself a certain way. It's going to take some time for me to like undo that. And Mm -hmm. it's okay. So mm-hmm. I think self-acceptance is a, is a big piece of the self-love journey. So I'm, I'm there. So I'm, I'm accepting <laughs> myself. We got some more work to do, but you know, it's a start. You know, where I'm, I am most tough on myself is my body. Um, I am five children in. There was a time when there was so much about my physical body that I did not like. And I really struggled with seeing myself in the mirror and loving what I saw. And, and, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where people can lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, and you'll never be satisfied if you don't love yourself. It, it, it's, that, that's really non-factor when you look at your image and you don't like what you see. And so now I have a practice where when I look in the mirror, especially if I if I don't have on my clothes and if I see a part of my body that before was something that would, in my mind, would be glaring disdain towards it, I speak love to it. Yeah. And I thank God, God, I thank you for my back roll. Yeah. I thank you for these stretch marks. Like, you know, like, yeah. Because this body has been good to me. Yeah. Like I, I'm 47 years old and I have been through a lot in my 47 years of living and my body has been there for me the entire time through it all. And so I really work to counteract those negative thoughts and, you know, words that I speak to myself and really push hard on them with 
affirmations of love towards myself because you can't bitter and sweet can't come out the tap at the same time. So I can't be negative and positive in my thinking about myself. Yeah. So if I can, you know, really quickly pounce on that negative thinking Mm -hmm. with some love for who I am and, and truly knowing how God sees me, it really helps me in that process of really loving every ounce of the woman that I am. Uh, that is just so beautiful. I um, My day job is a, a professor and I teach anatomy and physiology. And this semester I'm teaching non-biology majors. And I'm like, look, guys, I know like this isn't like you're here because you have to fill a requirement. Like this isn't your, your jam and I get it. But I'm like, the one thing that I want you to get from this course is to know that there are literally billions of cells that are working every day to sustain you. You matter to billions of cells. And even if you aren't, quote, healthy and, you know, some things might be, you know, troublesome right now, like your body is working really, really hard for you. So I want you to set the bare minimum when you leave this class to really love and appreciate your body for all that it does for you every single day. So I'm so grateful that you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A big part of self-care is prioritizing the things that lift us to our highest and best self. What are some important things you prioritize now that before you weren't aware of or maybe you didn't think were a big deal? Ooh, being in the moment. My, um, the practice that I've been doing recently has been something so simple that has been really, it's been pivotal for me. And it's been asking myself, what do I need right now? Several times a day. That's it. Just what do I need right now? Because I am an anxious person by just by how I am. So I get caught up and wrapped up in thinking what is going to happen five months from now, five years from now, 15 years from now. Like I'm just always planning. And I and those thoughts can like get really overwhelming, right? Especially when you don't have the answers. You don't know what's going to happen in a few months, few years, whatnot. So asking myself, hold on, what do I need right now? What can I do right now? Sometimes it's really, really simple. Like, oh, I'm actually thirsty. Let me get some water. Or I've been working a lot. Let me step away and go play with the kids. Or let me stretch. Let me go get some air. Let me take a nap. Um, So just constantly checking in with myself has been something that I did not do before, but has really made a big difference in just my approach to wellness and just caring for myself. Mm Mm-hmm. So right now we're having a conversation and you and I both, we have children and my children are in the house and my daughter is overseeing the dinner that I prepared before we started having our conversation and your children are out in, you know, another uh, area in your home Mm -hmm. and we're engaging with one another and we're in a moment. Mm -hmm. When you have responsibilities like small children and a husband, and you have your mother, all of these different pieces, how in in that space are you able to be in the moment for yourself and not get pulled into what you might hear or, you know, things that could be taking place with them? Yeah. How do you stay present for yourself then? Ooh, so I guess on a bigger scale, I have started to communicate my needs. I didn't realize that I was expecting people to be mind readers. So I would want some help with something, but I wouldn't say anything about it. But I'd be upset that they didn't they didn't help me. And my therapist was like, girl, like nobody reads minds. Do you read minds? Why would they read minds? So being more vocal and saying, hey, I need to sleep in on Saturday morning. Daddy, take over. So now I just ask for time because I think that's the thing that as 
I think a lot of your listeners can relate to as, as a, a busy woman who has a lot of different responsibilities, we're short on time, right? So asking for help so that that way I can carve out some time for myself. The thing that I've been doing recently is sleeping. And that before I used to be a night owl, I really wasn't. I was so unproductive, <laughs> but I would be up to like 2 a.m. trying to make something happen. And it's just, it's trash, right? So now I'm just like, listen, at nine o'clock, like lights out for everybody. Everybody should be in their bed, including myself. That's one thing. And then on Saturday mornings, I'm like, babe, I can't, I can't do it. Like, take your babies and go do something because I just want to be in bed for a little bit. Um, so just mm-hmm. asking for the help. I had a really, really hard time asking for help. And I felt like I need to be everything to everybody. I felt like that was that would make me a good woman by being mm-hmm. able to do all the things for all the people. And I'm just like, no, if you're if you're half-assing it, if you're not effective what what's it worth so now I just ask for help and I I take the time that I need and I try my best not to push myself to the point where my body makes me sit down you know what I mean Mm because I was the queen of that too like I would like get a cold or something stomach something would be like all right well you have to be in bed now so yeah asking Mm -hmm. for help is big and I know a lot of us struggle with the asking for help piece, but please ask for help. People really want to support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I know for me, um, that was one of the greatest lessons, that whole notion that somehow my husband, Troy, should just know what I need and what I want. And 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 I'm like, well, I know what he needs. I know what he wants. Like I know what they all need. Yep. And so I was I was taking offense to something that was so ridiculous because I can articulate my need. And doing that didn't make make me less of a woman and it sure didn't make him less of a man. That's just an important aspect to being in a relationship with someone else. The ability to communicate effectively what it is that you need and vice versa. I need him to share with me as well, instead of assuming that he likes it the way that I like it. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely, you know, had to like address that within myself because what ends up happening is we then become these self-aggrandized martyrs as, as women, you know, and you blaming everybody, you mad at the world, and yet you've done nothing to make your circumstances better. You have the power just by simply using your voice and communicating yep. to change the circumstances of your situation like that. Yep. Yep. Yes. It took me months of therapy <laughs> to come to that. <laughs> The worst part is that she gives me homework after every session and she just says, so did you address that thing? I'm just like, no. She just like, all right. So <laughs> after she like sat back, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, let me just go talk about it. But yeah, you're yeah. so right. And especially like if you're in a, my partner, and I'm sure like your partner, wants to help. Like he doesn't want a martyr for a wife. He just, he wants a partner. And if he can help, I realized that my husband felt so useless a lot of times. And it was because I never said anything. I never explained or articulated what I needed from him. So he didn't know what to do. So he just sat there. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we learning and we growing and we getting better. Yes. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We've been having um, a lot of conversations this season on uh, Stay A While about intergenerational trauma and healing. But there are so many ways that the generations before us empowered us without necessarily thinking about it. Can you recall any self-care practices that were modeled before you from, you know, women or even men, because we learn, we just learn by seeing period that came before you. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I joke that I'm becoming my grandmother. Um, my grandmother um, did a lot of, my mother worked a lot. My father was in the picture. So my grandmother was essentially my caretaker. She was in the house with with me most of the time and just taught me the things. So to cook, to sew, all the things. Um, she always had a garden and I'm just like, why do you have a garden? So my people are from the West Indies, right? So when mm-hmm. she came to America, I was about 10. And I'm just like, grandma, we have, you know, grocery store, like down the street. We don't need to have a garden. We don't need that. Like you're doing too much. And, um, but I found as she would garden and she was like in the, in the garden, in her space, like where she didn't have to grow things, but she wanted to. That was her self-care practice. When it got mm-hmm. too loud and we were too rowdy in the house, like she'd be like, you know, let's go outside real quick. Let me just go be amongst my plants. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing is um, just the appreciation for nature. Um, just always, my grandmother was an outside person. So just always being outside, whether just sitting on the porch and she always loved uh, a sunset. Um, she was always observing just the birds flying, just or like the butterflies going by, like she's always appreciated all that surrounds her. And as I get older, um, and especially because of the pandemic, how life has shifted a bit, I find myself doing those things. So I started a garden this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I find so much peace in just being outside now. Um, just like, wow, this is amazing. And it's just a tree. <laughs> but it's like, wow, that's a big old tree. It's been here forever. And <laughs> Wow. Um, so I think realizing that for me, my self-care um, relies heavily on being in nature. Um, that as well as um, we're from the West Indies. So a lot of like herbal medicine has been part of my um, upbringing. And as I get older, I'm going back to that. Even though I went to medical school and did all the things, I realized that Western medicine has a gap. And the gap is that it doesn't look at the entire being. It just looks Mm -hmm. at the illness. And in trying to be well, I want to uh, make sure that I look at my entire vessel, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm looking at ease. I'm looking at how can I move my body and um, be in nature, get fresh air, all of those things. And I think I learned a lot of it just by observing my grandmother. Mm -hmm. So when you were sharing about your grandmother and um, her ability to be, to see the trees, to see the birds, I thought about what you shared, something that you're working on and practicing right now, and that is being present. And she, it sounds like she understood 
that that was a critical part to her being here on this earth to be present in the moment and to see all of, you know, the glory that was right there in front of her. And she didn't allow those moments to pass her by. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think about how she uprooted the place that she was from when she was like 60. And that's a huge culture shift, you know, and just a change in weather and everything. And I think that was like her way of just like, yeah, like everything's going to be all right. She probably was going through a lot. Now that I think about it, I can't imagine leaving everything that I've known at 60 to go to a new cold place. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So a part of what you talk about with Be Well, Sis, there's an audience of the Black millennials. Um, And Black millennials have been through a lot (laughs) with two recessions and now a pandemic. My daughter, Desiree, reminds me of this all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And many of them now in their 30s and early 40s are just getting their feet beneath them. What advice do you have for the Black millennial who feels guilty about practicing taking care of themselves because they aren't where they want to be financially or they haven't even accomplished the goals that they set out to accomplish? So being able to say, even though I don't have it all together, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to make myself a priority. What advice Mm -hmm. do you have for them? Mm. Well, um, I'll be talking to myself here. I'm just going to be like, listen, if you don't take care of you, you really won't be able to work or be efficient, be your best, um, show up at your best self. Um, it's it's just so important. And all those stats that you named before are so real and we feel them. Um, we just got the shaft, this generation. <laughs> we just... Um, Yeah, trauma after trauma. And I think we need to, A, just give ourselves some grace. Um, It's really, really difficult. Um, Our circumstances have been difficult, right? Um, But being part of grind culture and failing to give ourselves the appropriate rest and failing just to nurture ourselves, truly nurture ourselves, won't bring us closer to the prize. I think especially now as um, millennials, like you said, are we're closer to, to our 40s now. I'm seeing people who are like having strokes really young um, and it's scaring me, you know, and I'm not going to put the onus on the person. Right. Um, but I think there are some things that we can do to really take care of ourselves, because unfortunately, I don't want to sound pessimistic, but life is hard and it's it's always going to be challenging, unfortunately. But what can we control? We can control how we treat ourselves and and how we pour back into ourselves. Um, Yeah, that's that's all I got because it it really is hard. And in terms of the timelines, I hate the timelines that we put on ourselves. And I was guilty of this. I felt like, you know, by 25, I should have this, this, and this checked off. By 30, this, this, and this. No, it's arbitrary. Like, we are all running our own race. If Sally did all of this by 35, good for Sally. You're not Sally. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your own race to run. It's not even a race. You have your own journey to walk. You are learning things about the world, about yourself. You're growing, you're evolving. And what you think you wanted when you were 25 might be so different now that you're 35. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least that was my experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I just came to that realization, maybe the beginning of this year, I was just like, I don't want the things that I wanted before. So let me stop chasing those things. Those were great for 20-year-old cast. It's not great for 35-year-old cast. Like, I'm, I don't want that anymore. And it's okay to change your mind, even though you may have been working towards a certain something for years. It's okay to look at it and be like, mm, this actually won't serve me or suit me. Let me pivot. Um, I think that's also part of self-care is asking yourself, doing periodic check-ins to see if what the things that you're working towards, if you still want those things, Who are you? What really makes you happy? I had to ask myself that in the beginning of the pandemic, what makes me happy? And I just sat there like, 
what makes you happy? And it took me like some weeks, maybe months to figure out like a list of things that truly bring me joy and to put my time into those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, life is always changing and it's going to be difficult. There will be the happy points too, but I, I just don't want you to um, put emphasis on what other people are doing and milestones that you feel that you should you be hitting at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, give yourself grace. <laughs> yeah, grace. Uh, yes, grace is is so necessary. And you know, the thing about life and even with the ebb and flows of it all, knowing that there'll be moments in, in life where you, where you experience, you know, everything feels wonderful. And then you'll have the moments where, man, this really sucks. Mm -hmm. But when your mind, when you're taking care of your mind and your thought process doesn't filter through, have to filter through so much stuff, to get you to a place where you're able to think from a stable, firm foundation of just hope and, you know, the ability to see beyond the circumstances is so critical. And so mental wellness, it allows for you just to move through life differently. Yes. Because while the situation may exist, you still can can control how you handle Mm -hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of healthy mental wellness. Yes. I think that's just that's just so important. And I just I just really hope that everyone listening that they grab a hold to that. Like this is something that is in your control. You can take the yes. steps, you can do the work required, whether that requires you enlisting professional help. That's not Mm -hmm. that that's a positive thing. You know, you go to the doctor Mm -hmm. for everything else. You know, you go for you go for your teeth, you go for your heart, you go Mm -hmm. for, you know, just a regular checkup. It's the same thing. It's an aspect of your body that you have to tend to to ensure that it remains well. But whatever it is, just do something to continue to foster a healthy body for strong, good mental wellness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as you were saying that, it made me think about, um, I saw a quote, I think on Twitter, somebody said, you know, your diet is very important and your diet is not just what you eat. It's what you read. It's what you listen to. It's what you see on social media. All those things were constantly bombarded with all these images and thoughts and ideas. If those things aren't positive for our mental well-being like those things are things that we have control over too so what am mm-hmm. i listening to what am i reading who am i engaging with right um all those things um play a huge role in our mental well-being and we can control if we interact with them or not so mm-hmm. i just thought about that as well mm-hmm. yeah because what you feed is going to grow mm. yep so you know it, it's critical so this is my um final question for you what advice would you give to young Cassandra? Oh, the first thing that came up was that you are enough. I'm, I'm thinking about I didn't grow up with my father, and um, at the first time I met him, I was 16, um, and since then I've seen him maybe a, a handful, maybe three times. Um, and for a long time, I carried that with me and I just felt like there has to be something inherently wrong with me that he didn't stick around. And I think that translated into other relationships too. And just how I felt about myself in general, like I just was never enough. So I would tell her that you are enough. And I would also tell her to trust, trust my intuition. I have um, a strong intuition. I have a strong gut. I think we all have the gift of intuition. Lean into it. Um, every time I second guess myself, it's come back to bite me. So 
lean into the intuition that God gave you and trust, trust yourself. You are enough and trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody can take that advice. Um, no matter what stage of life that we are all in, it will make a difference. Just having the, that thought process and believing those things about yourself um, are critical. But I want to tell you, I, I thank you so much for this conversation. And I thank you for sharing what you shared with us today. I truly appreciate your time. I know that you have a family and time, I believe, is our greatest commodity. And any time that people choose to spend it with me, I am honored. And so I thank you so much, Cassandra, for joining me this evening at the Stay A While table. Many thanks to Dr. Cassandra Dunbar for such a transparent and insightful conversation. Be sure to tune into Be Well Sis podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Like what you hear? Then let me know and tell a friend. You can find and follow Stay A While on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. I can't thank you enough for your support of Stay A While. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated because it helps us to set the table with the soul food you crave. You can also talk to me directly on Instagram at Chef Tommy V, and that's Tommy with an I. And remember, life happens at the table, so meet me there. Come on and stay a while, Tommy V. 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 This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.